0: To what we like, we're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each
1: week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and fun sessions. be petty because I have a petty spirit. So, if my petty
0: spirit is live and well, I
1: definitely
0: <laughs> recommend. <laughs> I feel like it's my pain. Right. And I'm able to post what I want to post. I live my life unapologetically. I do.
1: Hey, Sonia. Hey,
0: Cindy. How are you? Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm hanging in there. So how was your weekend, your holiday weekend? It was
0: very relaxing, although we got rain uh, in the evening, most days, but that was okay because I really didn't have anything going on. So it was a relaxing weekend. Oh, I did get color. I got color, which you know, I don't usually do, but I got some color in my life. I got some color in my hair.
1: <laughs> ah, yes. And I really liked it, too. I told you the the streak, the color, that's, that really fits you. I really like it.
0: I have to get used to it. I'm not quite there yet. And it was all because I'm trying to camouflage the gray. My preference is black <laughs> hair, but you know that gray against that black. <laughs>
1: yes that gray is relentless like it, is. it just it fights its way back just you try to cover it up and before you know it you wake up and then it's all back yeah. like it just i would comes do, back with the i would
0: do the rinse and it would be back in a couple weeks so i said to my stylist okay what can we do to have more coverage for a longer period of time and she says you need to go lighter i'm like oh so i did it i don't know how long i'm gonna keep it but i did it
1: <laughs> well we'll see because yes. knowing you i'll get a picture next week and it'll be black again I, i'm so. gonna at least try <laughs> to finish
0: out the summer with it i'm gonna try oh but we'll, okay we'll see.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna hold my breath on that no, one. I know you. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought this week we could talk about something that I saw on Instagram. Okay. So um it says a boyfriend slash girlfriend does not get husband wife privileges. And so
0: I saw that I was too. thinking
1: yeah. So I thought, okay, this is a good topic. So what are your thoughts on that? Because here, here's one thing I will say. I think like we always say, um, the perspective on these subjects depend on age. At least that's my opinion. Right. I think you have a different opinion for things in your 20s and 30s than you do in your 40s and 50s. Or married not married, you know. So that's just my take on it. But but what what are your
0: thoughts about that? I agree with that. I think it definitely depends on where you are in life. I think it's a pretty general statement that I don't necessarily agree with at this point in my life because it it's saying if you're a boyfriend slash girlfriend, you should not be getting or you should not be doing husband-slash-wife things? I think that depends. Now, if marriage is my end goal, maybe I shouldn't. But then I was reading the comments where some people said, well, if marriage is your end goal, then you need to show that person that you know how to be a husband-slash-wife. I don't know. (laughs) But for me, marriage is not my end goal. So if that's the case well, should I not be as close as I could be or should be to my mate because I'm not looking to get a ring out of it when it's all said and done? Because I think when we, when we talk about the marriage thing, it depends on the viewpoint. Are we talking about sexually? Are we talking about financially? What are we talking about? They shouldn't get those privileges. I think that also goes into it. right.
1: I I agree. Like what what wifely, finger quote, duties are we talking about? Are we talking about sex? Are we talking about cooking? Are we talking about washing his clothes? Because some of these things I don't I don't only see as wifely duties. Like if if I'm already cooking and. You know it it doesn't hurt me to cook a little bit more or um, you know if I'm washing my clothes uh, doesn't hurt me to wash yours too. like some of these things I don't have a problem with but I could be coming from a different perspective because I have been married and I am older and like you said I am not looking well it's that's not my end goal so I don't mind doing wifely duties because it's not my end goal to be married if it happens great if it doesn't you know I'm cool with that and so I don't see a problem so I have daughters um, and I have a you know daughter who is not married what I want her to do finger quote wifely duties for somebody and she's not married to them so and and as i think about that my perspective is a little different than what i would say for myself like i remember my grandmother saying don't give out the milk because the cow is free what whatever that saying is don't don't give up the milk or something whatever and i i kind of do believe that a little bit like you know, don't give him everything because then what would be his reason to marry you? But on the other hand, you do need to show that you can, you know, do some wifely stuff. Like, you know how to keep your house clean and you know how to cook and,
0: and I think you know how to, you is, know, is walking a fine line because then it's like, OK, how much? Do I do? How far do I go? When do right. I I pause a little bit and pull on the reins and said, "Okay, that's too much. I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't do that." And then it was like, "Okay, are we playing games or or not?" I think really it's a conversation right. on what is the end game. You know, this is this is what I want. I ultimately want to get married and ha- not me. This is not me talking, but I'm just saying. <laughs> If, right, if the right. end game is, hey, I ultimately want to get married, I want to have kids, that is what I want, then I think you, the individual person, need to communicate that to the other person, and then you need to have an idea of when this needs to happen for you. Not that you're giving someone an ultimatum or a timeline, but you need to know what that looks like for yourself. And then you get in this relationship And if your timeline is a year or your timeline is three years and his is five to 10 years, then that might not work because at the 10 years or at the end of the five years, he may still not be ready to do that. So I think a lot of times, all the time, the end goal needs to be communicated, but then also taking a step further, each individual person needs to know what their timeline is and what they're going to allow and put up with and right. be okay with. Right. For me, marriage is not the end goal. So yeah, I am close to my mate. We operate like we're in a union, <laughs> right? But marriage is not the end goal. So because it's not the end goal then what's the problem right okay
1: so let's flip it a little bit what if marriage was the end goal what if you did want to be married so it, would you still function the way you are now or would you do something different like for I don't me know, cook less or whatever it
0: wouldn't be the cooking less because it's yeah i was gonna say let me correct myself (laughs) right now although i'm I'm trying i i'm trying to do a little bit more i've been helping out more in the kitchen but uh yeah no not that but i think that if marriage was the end goal for me at this point i wouldn't change what i'm doing in my relationship but i would have that, that time frame in my mind, I would know, okay, if I want to get married, okay, well, I need to be married in this amount of time or at this point or when we get here or when we get there. And then if it doesn't happen, I have to reevaluate that relationship and decide whether or not I want to continue with it. But I don't feel right. like that would I would change how I interact with my partner based on me wanting to get married. Like, I'm not going, if say we're sexually active, I'm not going to withhold that if I decide one day, okay, well, I do want to get married now. So, okay, no, we're not going to have sex until we get married. No, I'm not going to do that. And you know, it's just things that I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. Right. Okay.
1: So then, Another question, younger self, would you do you think you would have felt differently or answered this question differently? I think in in your twenties and thirties. For the most
0: part, it would have just been if I knew that I wanted to get married, and when I was younger I did, and I did. It would be I don't think it changed how I interacted in my relationships. I just knew that ultimately I wanted to get married.
1: Right. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I know people say you don't want to, you know, give him too much because then why would he marry you? But on the flip side, I feel like you also have to show, just like you want him to show that he can provide and protect I, I'm sure he wants to know that you can do whatever we are calling these wifely duties. You know, we he would want to see that you can do that, like a sample of it. Just like I want to see a sample that he can provide and protect for me. So I don't know it's it, it is a thin line like what's too much What's not enough? A
0: lot of it, I think, can come down to time frame. I don't really think that giving too much is going to make somebody not want to marry you. But I think if you allow yourself to be in a relationship for 10 years, knowing that you want to get married, then... The sign may be there. The writing may be on the wall that no, that's not his intention because it doesn't take 10 years. So I don't, for me, I don't really feel like it's about what you're doing more than it is the time you allow it to go on. Because if you know you want to get married, then I wouldn't play house for 10 years. Because if you do that, then people tend to get really, really comfortable. And then at that point, it's like, what's the point?
1: Well, too, I think men usually go into a situation knowing exactly what they're going to do. And so I think how it how it drags on for five years or 10 years and she really wants to get married and he kind of doesn't. But he still likes the situation the way it is, you're living together, whatever. Um, I think he knows and he probably throws little things out like you may get engaged or he'll give you a ring that has no real meaning, but it's a ring, you know. So I think guys a lot of times they know that. They're either willing to get married and they jump in or they're going to drag this out. And so probably living together gives them really no incentive to go ahead and get married because they're, you're there. He's here. So, you know, what's what's the point? But um, I think they they already know in their mind, like if they're going to do this or not. And I think, well, well so, one
0: thing on that, I think men know and, and if you are wife material if, if you're ultimately someone that they can see themselves right. married to now if you're not that doesn't mean that they right. won't be in a relationship with you that just means that they'll never wife you up one thing but secondly on the point right. that you were saying you think that they know but then they're okay with being in that relationship or they're okay with living together even getting engaged I'm not even putting that on the man because I think that we have to take ownership of ourselves, ownership of our lives. And that's where I go back to the it's the time frame that you put into it. Because if you know that marriage is what you want and you enter in this into the relationship, for one you have to be honest and communicate that with the person, that this is what you want, that, that you're wanting, and this is your, your end goal. Right. And then you really need to have a time frame set up. And you loosely communicate that with them. Nothing set in stone where you're going to scare them away, but just let them know this is what I want to do. This is where I see my life going. And if that doesn't happen and we get to year. Right. Three, four, five, ten. 10, it's up to you. Whoever the, the person is, whichever party wants that, it's up to that person to say, okay, I can't do this anymore. This is not the relationship for me because I don't blame the man if you want to get married, but he never marries you, but you continue to be in that relationship. That's on you.
1: That's true. I will agree. I will agree that that is true. We do have to make a decision and stick to it if that's Or if, if you that's, change that's your point.
0: mind, you change your mind. But I don't, I, I think that it, it would be unfair to know that this is what we want, but then to willingly, knowingly stay in a situation where it's not happening and then 10, 15 years down the line, you mad. Well, who are you mad at?
1: <laughs> Yourself? Right. right. And that happens. That happens. Like, people wind up staying together for, you know, 10 or 15 years and never getting married. But that's what the woman wants or the man wants. But um, in my experience, it's usually more women than men you know wanted to be married and you know it doesn't happen for them but they get like engaged or they get a ring a, like a promise ring or something like that which I um I knew of someone who got like a promise ring or like a commitment ring and they were like in their 40s and 50s it was not in my opinion. And, you know, I I say just give the ring. It doesn't have to be like a commitment ring or whatever. We're already committed, but whatever.
0: I don't need to play wifey or be termed wifey if I'm not your wife. No, don't call me wifey if I'm not. I, I That's just me. <laughs> but I think that when, when you right. look at it, like, if you know you want to get married, what can a a man do to keep you in a ten year relationship if you know you want to be married
1: right i think I think though people you know you just keep hoping <laughs> like okay he we're we're in a good place, and it's gonna happen Christmas he's gonna do it for christmas, okay Christmas comes and he gives you some really nice earrings, but he doesn't ask you to marry. And then you like, up oh, Valentine's Day. Okay, here it comes. He's going to do a big production. Okay, and 10 he just years takes you to long Like, time. you know, I think of it before you know it. Yeah, you know, but before you know it, you've done that six or seven years. You know, just keep hoping on every holiday and every birthday and every vacation and you know, every time the family's together, you like looking around. Like, is it this time? You know, before you know it,
0: I I don't see being in a relationship for five or ten years without that happening. When I knew that's what I wanted, yeah, because it's at some point, like you might get me, you know, second year, third year, maybe even the fourth. But at some point, I'm going to be like, okay, no, that's not what he wants. It, you know, This is not ending in marriage. We're not going towards marriage. That's not where this is headed. And then that's the time to do some soul searching. Have I changed my mind and now I'm okay with not getting married? I'm okay with uh, the way that the relationship is now? And if that's the case, so be it. And Keep on status quo. But if I know that that's what I want, then the relationship needs to be reevaluated and you need to maybe go where you're going to get what you want. Ultimatums, right. not good. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ultimatums oh, are not good. And, you know, I think, again, this all depends on your, your, where you are in life your 20s and 30s you probably would think differently than in your 40s and 50s especially if you've been married before a lot of times if you've been married before which i know a lot of people who would marry again but um for some people who've been married it's not always the end goal like if it happens great if it doesn't you know we can just be in a committed relationship and so I th- I think depending on where you are in life how you would feel about that. But I mean it, the where I am in life, I'm okay with doing wifely things, which again, that could be a whole another episode on what do we consider wifely duties? Like really what is what is a wifely duties? I, you know, because are we talking sex because that could be a whole different you know we can look at that differently because in my opinion just in my opinion the sex is not only for him so, you, so I'm not, not doing gonna, that wifely duty yourself. just for him like <laughs> right I'm, <laughs> I'm not putting limitations on myself just just because I'm doing a figure quote wifely duty so Well, I need to be clear on what these wifely duties are, like cleaning up and are we talking about we already live together? Like there's a lot of different questions, but I guess um, overall it depends on where you are in life and what these wifely duties and husband, you know, duties are.
0: Yeah, and I would just say that if marriage is the end goal, then it's very important to communicate that and let that be known that that is your end goal. That is right. what you want out of the relationship. Not that you're going to force it on somebody as soon as you write them or not that you're trying to scare someone away. But if you start dating someone and you guys get to the point where you feel like you want to be in a relationship or you want to become exclusive it needs to be communicated that yeah I do want to get married or I do want to have kids so once you make that known to the other person then you proceed into the relationship and in your mind you need to have that time frame and if it doesn't work by that time then that's where you say okay I need to reevaluate do I still need this or I agree. am I good with the way that things are now? I think the wrong thing to do is to not get it. And then when you get to that point where it's time to reevaluate, to think that, okay, it's year five. He hasn't done it yet, but he's going to do it. No, no. I think by then you have to be realistic with what you're dealing with.
1: I agree. And lastly, I will say that you also have to remember what you start in a relationship is what you're probably going to need to continue or at least that's what that person is going to expect so if you're doing these wifely duties then that person is probably going to expect those wifely duties throughout whatever you're doing like leading up to the marriage and then after the marriage so um I was having that discussion with someone close to me that hey if you're doing these wifely duties just know that you know don't just do them to impress them so that you can get married this is stuff that you're going to probably need to continue so whatever you start remember that's just not to reel him in like he's gonna expect all of these duties so you're doing some wifely duties in your relationship prior to the ring, you can bet bet your bottom dollar, he's going to expect those same finger quote wifely duties, which we need to figure that out. But wifely duties, he's going to expect
0: that. You start out, you continue. And and if it right. gets to the point where it's not working, then that's the time to have a conversation, reevaluate the relationship, and possibly go in your separate your separate ways using it as a weapon never good
1: I agree well that is probably a great statement to end that conversation on and now we can move on to a ratchet recap which I will say you know that I just moved so I'm still figuring out my cable situation (laughs) So, I am not completely behind. I, t- I will tell you what I am uh, on top of is Basketball Wives. I am on top of Basketball
0: Wives. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, I saw Basketball Wives. And I don't know if I'm caught up on um Real Housewives of Potomac yet. So, what's... what's-
0: I don't think there's anything new going on that basically the same old same old i don't know if i saw the last episode but i think you touched on it earlier that it was to come it's it's starting to come out about what ashley and uh, robin heard the night that they were hanging out that uh, not ashley that what candace and Robin heard about Ashley's husband the night that they were all hanging out so I think that is getting ready to come to a head and I think the last episode I saw was when Ashley and Candace went head to head and Candace threw something at Ashley her husband had to like physically restrain her
1: wow okay well he, you know it, it just overall i i do like watching the shows which i know everybody says has has different opinions about reality shows or whatever but i will say that i would love to ask them um is is this really are you really like that like a grown woman who is willing to fight another grown woman because you disagree, or she made you angry, or whatever? Or is this really just for show? And
0: I know that they. Well, you know what? Th- some of them have said is that they are put in situations that they don't always know about beforehand, and then somebody is fed some information, and something is said, and it will rub somebody the wrong way, and then they may pop off. Now, the situation with when Candace had to be restrained, basically Candace and Ashley yet again were going back and forth about just the same crazy stuff that they've been doing all along. And at this particular time, they're at Candace's home because her husband – is sharing some recipes for his cookbook or, or something along those lines. Uh-huh. And they they got into it a back and forth. And Ashley said, well, no, I think Candace said, listen, you're in my home. I invite you in my home. Something like that. I could be getting it wrong, the Pacifics. But the gist of it was Ashley came back and was like, no, I'm actually in your mother's home. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you know that stings a little differently and it it kind of went from there it was like Candace saw red when Ashley said basically no this is not your home this is your mom's home and so maybe your mom can put me out you know that whole thing and I'm sure you can understand how that can go left and make somebody react Oh, and, and I understand
1: that but I, you know it's just still hard for me to believe that I would want to physically fight somebody like I have trust me <laughs> I have been around women that have really pissed me off but I know I still <laughs> you know I still didn't want to put hands on them you
0: walked away okay but this is the thing you walked away right but if the person comes behind you so for some people that can take it to another level because you may be cool-headed enough to know that hey i'm getting ready to get to a point where i'm not gonna lay hands but I'm going to lay my tongue right? and I'm going to say some things that I probably shouldn't say. So let me excuse myself. But if the person then comes behind you and it's still like, no, what's the problem? We're going to, we're going to have this out. Like some people you can't do that with. Right.
1: Right. And, and you know that I've been in a situation where someone has really pissed me off. Like they had just been, like jabbing at me for like a couple of days. And then I just exploded. But immediately because we were in a public place, I came back to myself almost immediately and removed myself from the situation.
0: And no, that's what I'm talking about. But when the person comes behind you and is still pretty adamant about finishing the discussion or wanting to know what's wrong or what happened when they kinda really already know, then that some for some people, that can take it to another right. level. And, it's like, and, okay, you know and, what? I walked away. I will agree. And now here you I are I
1: will agree that in that situation they did come out and I don't know because of my state of mind i don't know if she was actually apologizing or she was
0: no she wasn't or she was
1: coming to say or whatever but i really just wanted her to to go away and even at that point i was really concerned about what i may say to her I still didn't see myself putting
0: my hands. never about laying hand Right. right right
1: I still didn't see myself putting my hands on her but I was really concerned about something I may say that I may not be able to take back and at that point I was concerned about not only what I would say to her but I may say something to somebody else just you know collateral damage you know, wh- whoever's right. hanging around right. her, or you know, come at me the wrong way. I felt like I may say something, so I need to remove myself from the situation completely until I can get, you know, get myself back together. And and so I can see cussing somebody out. I'm not saying that. Like
0: and to know, Candice is young. Right. She is young. I think that both she and Ashley are young. I think that has something to do with it, but and not just that because there are people our age included that will get to the point where they would be laying hands right i I'm not about that life i you know i don't do that, but <laughs> I know that it happens, and people do it, and not just on reality t v oh yeah, it happens. And it's it's unfortunate that you and a lot of times it's also the people that are that are, are surrounding the situation will sometimes add fuel to the fire as opposed to trying to diffuse the situation to not have it escalate. Right,
1: right. And and that's true because um, I think it was helpful how everyone Or most everyone proceeded with, um, you know, our little altercation. I think it was helpful that (laughs) nobody gassed it up or or whatever, you know. And and to be honest, after it was all over, which I don't see a lot of on the reality shows, but in my reality, after. The, the altercation or whatever it was was over
0: yeah let's not say let's not say altercation because we don't want people to think it was physical yeah no it wasn't <laughs> physical it was just words and it was really just a few words yeah. it wasn't even words right. it wasn't even words really and, Yeah. and
1: so our little situation afterwards after about 15 or 20 minutes I was able to get myself you know, back together, and I was good, you know, yeah. I didn't, Yeah, I just wanted to not, like, be around her, like, there was no cool by y'all moment, like, at that point, <laughs> but, you know, I was cool, we, we still were in the same vicinity, and, you know, we continued on with the night, because...
0: And I think that that's the important thing, is, if things happen... And personalities clash, I think that it's important to still be able to coexist. Right. Like, we're not gonna sit next to each other at the dinner table or walk next to each other chatting it up, but we can still be within a group of people and be okay. Right, because you don't want it
1: to be uncomfortable for for the other people and quite frankly i'm too old for us to be sitting with our arms crossed and looking at each other bean mugging each other and you know all of that i we for me i was cool if we just didn't have to like sit and chat it up with each other you know nobody expected (laughs) that but other than that like and then realistically after we left and You know, we were headed back home. Um, I was cool, like I, I could have had a conversation with her. It was done for me. It wasn't that serious enough. Like she didn't talk about my mama, or you know, or say something stupid about my kids or whatever. Um, So yeah, I just you know watching all of these shows like Basketball Wives and all of that. These are a lot of these women are in their forties and fifties even. You know and they, they're still they still have that mentality like i just and i really don't know women who i can say oh yeah so and so she would probably pop off like if i'm probably the crankiest of all the friends that i have in my mind <laughs> and and i'm the one who would pop off and cut somebody out and, I'm not even that person who would see myself like putting hands on people. Like, I can't even imagine that. Like, I think the, uh, the worst I would probably do is like thoroughly cuss you out. But like, I just don't see me. And, and even something like that, if I cussed you out, I feel like that would be just a one-on-one. Like me and you are somewhere together and you piss me off and I'm going to cuss you out. Just me and you. But if there's a group of people, I feel like I'm too classy and, you know, you probably too classy that we would, you know, be going at it like that in front of people.
0: like Yeah, in that setting.
1: Yeah, I just yeah. wouldn't want that kind of attention. Like, I would just wait until we got somewhere alone and I could cut you out by yourself or whatever. Like, I'm,
0: And then be done.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I was just watching basketball wise and I probably because I was binge watching and I watched like two or three episodes back to back
0: I was like some of the stuff well I'm going to do that this week so we can chat about it next week yes
1: <laughs> I want you to just watch basketball wise because they're these are fully grown women like with children <laughs>
0: fully grown yes
1: yeah. like fully grown women with children and some with grandchildren and still acting like a fool like just clowning for no reason just the the stuff that you mad about is just dumb you know so all i'm not saying i'm not gonna watch it anymore i'm just saying it just it just brought thoughts to my head especially since i had
0: a. you know a lot of that you know i think that goes into what you said yeah you wouldn't do that because you're, you're just too classy for that. And I think watching the shows, it's like keeping in mind where some of the ladies come from and their background and their upbringing, and that's kind of what they do.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. like At some point, though, do you not grow out of that? Or your life experiences change who you are? You know, I look back at my evolution as a woman, and I feel like I've made some strides towards, you know, being a little more classier every, you know, every decade. You know, because some of the stuff I, I did in my twenties, I didn't do in my thirties, and then definitely not in my forties, and hell no, not in my fifties. You know, and so would these women not go through that evolution you know and i don't have a third of the money that they have And surely if i had
0: i i think that i think sometimes we expect them to because of what they have or 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 what they portray themselves to have i think that that we would think they do but i also think that the things that you're saying you didn't do or you evolved from, I don't think you were ever where a lot of them were that could be true, or went through dealt with upbringing because if they were kind of ratchet and hoodratish, you know growing up yeah, and in their twenties and that well that's just who they are right it it's just it's it's in them, and even. You know, what some people will say, not on that level, not somebody that's just acting crazy, but some things that we expect some people to know better at this age or to have evolved from or should know as being an adult or a grown woman or a grown man and and they don't. And we we're like, okay, but why? I think it's the same thing with them. Yeah, they are who they are their upbringing is what it was and some people can come out of that but a lot of people don't
1: yeah I guess I guess you're right okay so you have to watch Basketball Wise so we can at least get that in on next episode
0: yep I'm going to try to fit that in with everything else
1: (laughs) well happy TV watching for you and I guess that's that's where we can leave it until next week. Bye. Bye. If you would like to share your comments or let us know what you think about the episode, please email us at What We Like
0: Inc at gmail.com you can also follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at what we like
1: make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week
0: because we'll definitely be doing what we like bye bye